Welcome to Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Sam. On today's episode, we'll be chatting all about private practice, season three, episode seven. Episode seven, The Hard Part, was written by Steve Blackman and directed by Mark Tinker. It aired on November 12th, 2009. Enjoy. I feel like and in, in our last episode, we were talking about how it seemed like it was sweeps time. This would be near the mid-season finale. Yes. Which, because I feel like in normal times, they have like beginning of the school year until Thanksgiving. And then they have after New Year's till May, right? Does that sound right? Yes, yes. So this is almost Thanksgiving. So yeah. Gosh, insane. Wow. Yeah. Already. <laughs> Our patient breakdown. Yes, yes. For the hard part is Jake, who has whew, broken rib, lacerated thigh, internal bleeding, and a collapsed lung. Oh, Jesus. Then we have Kara, who is pregnant, is dehydrated, has a broken rib, and an mm-hmm. arm injury. And then we have Brendan with priapism and Melissa with pregnancy. And then, as always, we're going to do our first notes and our miscellaneous. Great. I thought it was interesting how nobody has a last name here. Yeah, I noticed that, Mm -hmm. actually. Mm -hmm. Looking up the episode afterwards, I was just like, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's always a double name. They were like, I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah. For whatever reason. My first note is Sam is so sweaty and Addison isn't even glistening. Like, does this mean that Addison is in better shape than Sam is? Because I feel like Sam is always working out. Slash, they're always on adventures together. Listen. (laughs) Your face. A very similar first note to me. I said, they sure have been spending a lot of time together. Side eye emoji. I said, okay, hike. Yeah. Yeah. Quite the activity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely getting some activity in with our um, friends here, our old friends here. Yes. But uh, another follow up first thought I said, asked out in med school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some new information is. Have they discussed this before? Or is this the first time we're learning this? It's a good question. I'm trying to remember because I feel like I would have remembered. I, if, I, I don't want to give anything away. I mean, like, pre- like previously in the se- in the series. I know, yeah, it? yeah. I um, I mean, we knew they went to med school together. I knew they went to med school, and I knew they were they were all like f- med school friends. But like, I don't think I feel like I don't think that it was ever revealed that like that they had chem- um chemistry or like that they had that Sam had asked Addison out. Maybe I'm also forgetful, so. I I am trying, usually I try to think back to the first time I watched and what I thought, but all I can remember is that, like, I knew that Tay Diggs and Idina Manzel were married. Yes. And I was like, wait, he's also married to Audra McDonald? Yeah. Or was married to Audra McDonald? Right. And knowing that this happens later... I mean, Sam and Addison kiss at the end of this. Like, it's no secret. You've watched the episode. Yes. This is what happens. Um, I don't remember my thoughts at the beginning. Like, I don't – this is a very long-winded way to say I do not know. That's okay. No, that's okay. No, I was just just making sure so I didn't say the wrong information. Be like, this is the first time we've learned this when it wasn't, but – 
it's the first time that I'm uh, noticing it or realizing it. I'll say that. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so that was something. Yeah. And yeah, all these what ifs being posed. I was like, okay, a little little spark. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my only first note. Do you have any more? Um, no, it like starts going into, yeah, uh, Kara and Jake. So, yeah, so I have Kara and Jake in one bullet point, and then I have Brendan and Melissa in one bullet point. See, I was gonna do that too. Yeah, I don't have much with them separately, so I'll just treat it the same. Yeah, I basically just had like we go back and forth between the office and the desert, so I have right. like our desert section and our office section essentially. Great. Yeah, so Jake and Kara, I always think about this when I'm like <laughs> driving on like you know that part of I-80 that is like there there is a guide rail but like yeah if you didn't like it's it's not like a guide fence it's like yeah. a guide rail right it's I, like not I, it, yeah I, I always think about this episode when I'm on roads like that and like uh, that's bad <laughs> no, no I know what you mean I get scared about that too yeah like, yeah but it's so terrifying because there's no road in sight and like truly how did this happen that's what I was trying to figure out because I was like one of my it was kind of like in my first thoughts but I was like Kara was far she was far away from where Jake was yeah so, and then the fact that like did Sam ever find the road that they came from he I know he said he went to go he wanted to go find it, but I don't know if he actually did. I think I think he found a road because yeah. the search and rescue team came, but I don't know. You're right. And like, she, Kara says later in the episode that like a bee flew in the car. She got scared and grabbed his arm. But even then, like, I don't know. I don't know. I try not to think about it too much, or no, I'll never get in a car again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. Of course, the crash victim, Addie, finds is pregnant. And of course, she's due today. The stakes just kept... I know. High and high. Yes, I said the same thing. I, I was just like, labor, <laughs> pregnant. Dude, of it, course. Like, it was giving... Maybe like maybe that, the, the stakes being so high, I was giving me like finale vibes. I had to check. I was like, this can't be the end of the season, right? It might be the mid-season finale, though. Maybe. It's okay. not in the trivia, but it might be. That makes sense. Okay. I, let me look on our Gray's Wiki, our very, very handy Gray's Wiki, and see if Comes it tells me. So the episode that we're covering on our next episode is called Sins of the Father. Okay. And that airs on November 19th, 2009. So no, it's not the mid-season finale. The one following that is called The Parent Trap. Okay. And that's December 3rd, 2009. So they're going into December... And following that, oh, it's a double episode, December 3rd, 2009. This one, the 10th episode, Blow Ups, hmm, is the 10th season finale, is the 10th episode and mid-season finale of the third season. Oh, okay. All right. So we actually have a couple more episodes until it's considered the the mid-season finale. Well, no. Oh, I'm so excited for what you get to learn. Oh, I'm excited too. These episodes actually got me really hyped. <laughs> yeah. They do cardiac tamponade so much in Shondaland. Yeah. To the point that I'm like, like, is this really common? Like, can anyone actually tell us if it's actually common to do cardiac tamponade so much? Please let me know because now they got me thinking I can just like bust out a straw anywhere and like start poking it in someone. And yeah. 
I want to humble myself a little bit because they do do it that often. Yeah. They teach you how to find the rib while we're able to go in. This is yeah. how Katie Kent was able to take Lucas from Violet. Don't teach Come us on. how to do these things. Exactly. You guys are giving <laughs> us too much information. Yeah. No, it's funny you said that because I thought the same thing. It's like, obviously, these are, you know, quote unquote, you know, trained doctors. But yeah. I, I even said, I said the fact that Sam can hear when he put his ear to uh, Jake's chest I was like the fact that he can hear a collapsed lung as a doctor like to me I feel like that's something that like that you might be able to feel or something but just to like put your ear to somebody's chest and be like collapsed lung like I'd have been like um I can't hear anything or like I mean we love Dr. Bennett we do but like he's a general practitioner he has cardiac training but like he's a GP yeah I would believe that Owen or Teddy or April or Riggs would be able to hear it because they're trauma surgeons and they're used to working in the field. Right. I don't feel like Sam would have experience in listening to that recently, like maybe in call. I don't know. Right. I was, yeah, that was just like a moment that shocked me. And I was just like, oh, that was a very quick diagnosis. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. But how lucky are they to have Sam and Addie as their doctors in this situation? The luckiest. I yeah. mean, it's one thing to just for someone else to be out there in the desert and to come to your rescue, but for them to be doctors and the best ones, they they really hit the jackpot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When Sam promised um, Jake that he was gonna come back, Doctor Bailey taught me never to make promises, but I do believe that Sam is really promising to come back and help. Yeah, I know, I know. It's ugh. and that in and of itself, I feel like was a a telltale ah this whole thing messed me up and they had me they took me on a ride especially as we get further into the episode when it's like we think we're going to lose one Mm -hmm. and we end up losing the other I I was like literally one of my notes was like I thought we were out of the woods truly (laughs) truly the search and rescue team came and and they were like yeah we're all we're better like we're gonna everybody's gonna survive Mm mm-mm I should know. I should know that uh, that we've seen enough Shondaland that like yeah. it ain't over till it's over. Till that credit til rolls. The credit rolls till you're looking at next week's sneak peek. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're cutting Addison out of the car after we lose Kara, R.I.P. I love the shot where they're cutting Addie out of the car and we see her freaking out in the back and the sparks are in the front and the music is playing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Sam, I was looking at that like that moment in and of itself, I was just like, has she ever been nominated for an Emmy for this? And I was They just, never give our Shonda friends their due. I noticed it's, that. Do you happen to know why or have an opinion as to why? Do you think it's just a specific um, fandom universe that they don't take it seriously? I, I, I kind of feel like, and I mean, as a person who hopes to be nominated for SAG Awards someday, don't want to speak against no, yeah, the Academy in any way. Of course. But I feel like... Most shows are nominated for their Emmys in the early seasons. Okay. Okay. Of like, you think like Maisel won all their awards. Um, Fleabag. I think Fleabag is actually a miniseries. Okay. But like, for the most part, I feel like shows win their awards in the first season or mm-hmm. two. And then if there is like, like John Hamm as, I'm going to call him by his other That's name. Okay. Don Draper. As Don Draper. Mm-hmm. John Hamm as Don Draper. Mm-hmm. When he didn't get an Emmy and it was all like, is he going to get an Emmy this year? Is he going to get an Emmy this yeah. year? So it's either like the first few seasons or the last season. Yeah. And I also feel like spinoffs of shows don't really get their due because they're considered 
a spinoff, which they are a spinoff, yeah. but like obviously they have their own universe. Yeah. So another show I'm thinking of is NCIS, which is super long running, similar to Grey's. That's true. And like SVU yeah, also. They like, don't get any of I feel like, no, guest stars do. I feel like the guest stars are always nominated for best guest actor uh-huh. in a drama. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Yeah. Like Ted Lasso is a show that I love. Yeah. But it's in its second season now. Okay. And it just started to get popular, I feel like, in between the first and second mm-hmm. season. And they won a lot of awards at the Emmys this year. But should they go on for five or six seasons, they might not get a lot more. Less. Just like how This Is Us won a lot in their beginning yes. and now they're not winning as much. Not because the quality has gone down, but just um, I don't know if they're wanting to award other people yeah. or what it is but that yeah. makes sense yeah I was just curious as to because I did notice that and I've always wondered why so that makes sense though yeah that's just my hypothesis yeah no I get it yeah but Amy Brenneman should have been nominated for this season oh. last oh. season this season all of absolutely. it absolutely absolutely yeah yeah and I mean the work on the show is great mm-hmm. and I don't know I, everybody should get awards and not like a participation award but like not even like a superlative but like I don't know. Everyone should get what they want. No, I feel the same way. And it's just like, <laughs> I guess you reach that level too in the business. And it's just like, everyone is excellent. And I truly do feel that way on a lot of the shows that I watch. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, and we respect and we honor. And like Sam said, it's just like, we are <laughs> desiring to win awards ourselves one day. But it's just, it's, yeah. um, it's also comical sometimes to think that we we pick and choose, you know, who's deserving of what because like there's just such good work being done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you see the four or five nominees together and you're like how do I even compare how, how a to b truly truly that's why it's just you know you take it as it is and you know do you have anything else for Jake and Kara in our desert scene um no just that I'm you know I love seeing Jake encourage and coach his wife through that moment yeah. um and I, it's jokes on me because I literally had a note and I was like, I knew he was going to die. And then I said, mm. he did it. And Kara, <laughs> you know, obviously she was in labor. Obviously she was in pain. And I was like, I do not envy Kara right now. And then it got to a point that I was just like, I'm sick of her. And I literally, <laughs> I had a moment that was actually like similar to what Fife was like telling Audra in the last episode like get past the fear of like get past the fear that obviously this woman is in a horrible situation with see and that she's pregnant and like how would you feel and once I got past that I was just like she's getting on my nerves she's being really whiny right now <laughs> I can't do, do what this. you have to do to deliver your baby and be done with it and then of course I felt bad for feeling that way because then we end up losing her um but yeah that's all I had for Karen Jake. <laughs> Yeah, I was confused because in her um, breakdown of symptoms, Mm -hmm. broken rib and arm injury, like, can you bleed out from your arm? That's what I was about to say. Is that where the puncture wound was that she lost all the blood from when they lifted her? I guess. Because I was trying to see. I saw the sharp object, but I didn't see where it had prodded her. So I didn't know where the blood was really coming from. But sad. Very sad. All right, let's move on to Brendan and Melissa. Great. You're probably too immature to get married if your friends are laughing like this. Yeah, truly. The way they came in, because I thought the same thing that Cooper thought. I thought they were just all coming in drunk. I knew that somebody yeah. had to have a real issue, but yeah. 
my next note is about the actress who plays Melissa, which is Haley Hirsch. And I have a feeling she's your guest star spotlight. Am I How'd right? you know? Because <laughs> yeah. before we started recording, I said, I get to talk about Disney Channel original movies. And I knew exactly what you meant. I was like, period. Yeah, yeah. So I'll wait to – I won't talk about Haley so that you can chat. Sure. But um, sure. just the ultimate Christmas present is like, one of my favorite decoms. I love it. Best Christmas decom ever. Yeah. Because I was like, I almost actually had forgotten about it until I saw yeah. her. And I was just like, I have to incorporate this in my movie watching this Christmas season. So maybe sooner. It's never too early. It's say, never too like, early. It might happen later tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Get your Halloween town and your Twitches done yes, now. Right. And then this weekend, you, you can watch the ultimate Christmas yep, present. in preparation for the next yeah. season. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Next it's never too early Hilarious. yeah what's your first note i said not three hours that that brendan's uh <laughs> that brendan's guy had been stuck up for i can't i can't imagine i mean we see jokes and uh tropes like this all the time in television and in movies but like when i just think about like the pain that that must be for a man um I'm like, at a reception with all of your family yeah. oh yeah and then like the circumstances of it all is just like no big no that was my very first <laughs> yeah when when we get into the part where violet realizes that mm-hmm. um melissa is pregnant i said your sister probably shouldn't encourage you to cheat on your fiance yeah i was like girl who are you surrounding yourself with what kind of friends exactly yeah. exactly how old do you think they're supposed to be? Like, 19? They're super little. Yeah, I definitely think they're young. Because I was like, even to say that they're 21, even that I think is kind of a reach. I think that they are young. Yeah. Because, like you said, to be impressionable enough that, like, you take heed to your sister suggesting mm-hmm. that you cheat on your future husband. Yeah. I cracked up when Brendan... <laughs> He said that he married Mary Magdalene and for, you know. <laughs> and not. And not, yeah. who did he say? And not. Um, the Virgin the Mary. The Virgin Mary. I was just like, that That tickled me. Yeah. And then just was mad at Melissa. Because I was like, why would you tell him that in that moment? Like, you know, you waited all this time and now you wait until he's in the most painful position. Like. <laughs> Violet and Charlotte are both like, not the time. <laughs> I love that. And I thought that she would listen to them, honestly. But. Of course, that wouldn't be television. She had to let him know. Nope. So funny. <laughs> when um, Charlotte and Violet are talking, my favorite scenes are always with Charlotte yes, and Violet. Yes, because they're excellent actresses. Yes. Violet says, our patients come here for healing. Charlotte, whether it's a pill or a bandage, that's what we do. And Charlotte says, no, that's what you're here to do. Baby, when she said that, I was like, First of all, I was like, that's like the perfect comeback because yeah. In in my mind, I was honestly thinking like like that's what I like that's what I would say in retort to that. And she said it. And I was like, Charlotte girl. Mm. She's a savage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. it's true. Yeah. And it is. Like that is very specific to Violet's expertise. And it's like, you know, yeah. it's not it's not requ- I, I wouldn't say that it's like still not something that the others do, but I guess I would say it's not required as much for them to like Top maybe people. just cooper maybe, yeah because he's the ed- or maybe children. addison but yeah and yeah and mothers so yeah i guess charlotte would be the one who's like the least of having to but i don't know like you're dealing with people's 
sex lives for a living. That's new to her, though. She's used to urology. Yeah, that's, that's and true. um, like her admin work. But yeah, yeah, interesting. I feel you. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And then after that, when Charlotte's encouraging Brendan to stay, I thought that was so interesting, and I love the story that she tells. And then Violet doesn't believe her when she says she's lying. How about it? I also don't believe her. You you don't yeah yeah to the point that I was just like she and Violet have had like you know they've had some like vulnerable moments with each other before so I was a little confused as to why Charlotte didn't just tell her that like why did she have to say that it was a lie she could have just like um, maybe she didn't maybe she didn't want to like go there that deep with Violet and have her know that part of herself so she had to like make it seem like it wasn't true but or if it is true and she hasn't told Cooper yet, which is what we're led to believe at the end of the episode, that. then if Violet knows, Violet is going to tell Cooper and then everything's going to be messed up again and they just fix I it. I get it. I totally get it. That makes more sense to me too. Because like the whole time I'm like, why would she lie? Da, 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 da. Because it was like, because honestly, I was going to be impressed with the fact that I thought that was going to be a cute gag. They're like, oh, she like made this whole thing up on the spot. And obviously she was so emotionally connected that like, I, I had a hard time believing it, but I just thought that it was like a loop they were throwing us. So like, joke's on you. She's actually, you know, good at making things up on the spot. <laughs> but I also feel like in television, when we have people lie to patients or lie to victims mm-hmm. in a way like that, that's like a, a clue that it's a character who we're not supposed to like. Mm. And I, I feel like they wouldn't do that with Charlotte. Okay, okay. It's always like I'm thinking of on like a law and order. It's like the new member of the team or the person in from another squad. Right. right. And then they they lie to the person. It's like, oh, this person is not trustworthy. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah, in real life, any physician who would lie to a patient, we wouldn't trust them. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. My last note for our newlyweds mm-hmm. is all I keep thinking is how and when do they fill out the paperwork so they can be charged for these visits? Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't ever see nobody paying nothing for, for – No, the lights are off. They didn't even turn the lights. Okay, any appointment. Yeah, because I was like this whole episode was giving weekend vibes. So I was just like it's not yeah. busy in the office. I was I was really confused as to why any of them were there to begin with. But, Yeah. They were getting ready. I know to... Naomi. Oh yeah, I no missed Naomi her this episode. Or Dell. True. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more for our newlyweds? <sighs> no, that was it, girl. Okay. My first miscellaneous note is Sheldon. I've missed you, girl. That was my first thought too. I said he's back. A spitting game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living his Living life, his, life. his very best life. Yes, yes he was. I love the um, comedy between him and Pete. He's like, this is a big bar. Yes. yes. <laughs> and they won't name Violet. Right. Right. I thought it was hilarious. I love that. I love that for them. This was like a cute, cute bro, bro mode episode for them. Yeah. 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 My last miscellaneous is or miscellaneous is miscellaneous-y. Miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. is about uh the very last scene so do you have any other miscellaneous before i get to our um fulfilling of melissa's dreams right exactly (laughs) finally realized um just that i said charlotte's monologue followed up by addison's pep talk um to, Mm -hmm. to jake and kara like 
before before we unfortunately lose Kara, that was like that really hit hard for me. I was just like, whew, the acting back to back. But that was it. That was my only missing night. Miss note. Yeah, yeah. I like how they Mark Tinker, who directed this episode, I feel like did a really great job. Yes. Absolutely. When Sam says that he's just the geek going for the hot girl, I can never see Sam as being the geek. I think we're led to believe that he is like nerdy because he has those little glasses Mm -hmm. and he has his inhaler. And I've talked about before how I really dislike the trope of being asthmatic, meaning that you're nerdy because it's not true. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. And it's like, again, it might just go back because we know Tay Diggs is like, you know, the icon that we know him as outside of the show. But I too have a very hard time believing that he, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then right after they kiss, girl, he says, you're no Naomi. And she says, you're no Derek. And I'm like, is that a compliment? We are literally on the same wavelength. Sam, <laughs> why? Why? It was so weird. Sam. Like, it, they're best friends with each other. That's so weird. That was my first thought. Let me go back. because I Okay, I put it under Sam's. I said, not sure if that's a compliment or like a funny drag. And to be honest... I, I think that it was a moment of like two friends like trying this out and being like, yeah, this ain't it. like that's that's what I took it as because I was just like, why would you say that to someone? But then I, I wouldn't be surprised. But then the way that they like laughed about it, like laughed it off afterwards, like I still wouldn't be surprised if they like still continue to test the waters. But I think it was either that or just a moment of being like, oh, like you're you're not definitely not the person I married. I don't know if it was just like one of those things of being like, this is something someone different and like they like both had that realization out loud I don't know I was really trying to analyze that moment because I was like if somebody said that to me but neither of them took offense to it yeah they were giggling it was it was I feel like if you are dating your best friend's ex slash ex spouse which I feel like is huge the last thing that I want to be reminded of is that you're dating your best friend's ex yeah that's this is I think it's a much bigger, which is so interesting that we don't see Naomi at all in this episode while this, like, fires, but, like, we don't see her in any aspect, like, not even in the office, the office away from them, that, like, that to me is very, I think that that's very purposeful, too, that she's, like, taken out of the picture entirely because it's still, like, that part of it, that she's still, at the end of the day, Naomi's best friend, that part of it's still not sitting well with me. And that's, like, a, a little muse for you. Like, I'm very excited to see how she's going to react to this situation once she finds out. When she okay. finds out. You, I was going to say, do you think she'll find out? Girl, it all, what's done in the dark always comes to the light. <laughs> I think she will eventually, some way or another, someone's either going to break and it's probably going to be Addison. Maybe not soon, maybe in like a couple episodes from now, but she's definitely going to find out or feel something because she's a very, she's an emotionally intelligent woman. She'll pick up on the vibes. Yeah, she's perceptive. Okay. That's all I'll say. Okay. (laughs) Do you have any more notes? Girl, no. We covered it all one way or another. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, yeah. Oh, well, I. I will share this only because I had been talking about it for so long. Literally when I saw this scene approaching and I saw like Addison was like laid on her back, like with her arm behind, like it was almost like deja vu. I was like, 
this is specifically the moment in the scene that, that I remember. remember and I knew exactly what was going to happen and I, I got excited about that. I said, stop. I remember the scene. They're about to kiss and that's what happened. So, But now after mm-hmm. this, I think that this is where my private practice memory stops and like I have no idea what happens from here. <laughs> so. Okay. That would make sense yeah. because yeah, you have no idea what's, ha- what's going to no. come. I almost said you have no idea what's happening, but no, you you're right. Do. <laughs> you're like, this makes sense why all of your predictions have sucked up until this point. So, <laughs> okay, you're right. No, you're right. I I will take that. So we have some really good stuff coming. I know I keep saying no, that, I believe but you. I think it'll prove it. I can't wait. All right, Sam Style for the week. Mm-hmm is Dawn shirt and Dawn is the woman at the bar that Pete and Sheldon are fighting yes. over. It's like a teal V-neck ruched blouse mm-hmm. with beading at the waist that like everyone wore in 2009. Yes. I feel like I remember you wearing a lot of shirts like this also. Girl, I was about to say I was like I have some shirts that I think I still need to give away that are still like very much that style because yeah. <laughs> Hey, my my Bubba said that fashion is cyclical and it comes around every 20 years. So keep those for another okay. 10 and you'll be wearing them All again. Right, maybe so. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. Can you tell me about our guest star spotlight? Because I'm really excited. Yes, I can. Dun, dun, dun. Miss Haley Hirsch. And usually I like do it separate, but I was so excited about hers that I actually included some information on my actual notes app where I usually take my notes. <laughs> I said, Haley, yes. she played Claire um, in Grey's Anatomy. She played Melissa in this episode of Private Practice, but she also played yeah. Claire in Grey's Anatomy season two, episodes 26 Camille's buddy. and 27, Camille's buddy, um, but who we know and love her for, us Disney Channel decom lovers. We know and love her as Allie in one of my favorite Disney Christmas movies, The Ultimate and Sam's, as previously mentioned. The Ultimate Christmas Present, y'all. Iconic movie. Like, honestly, as Sam said earlier, watch it any time of year because it's just that good. But I'm very excited to incorporate it in my movie watching this Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I don't even want to say more about the movie because... Mm-hmm. I, it will spoil it and yeah. I, it's like a, I mean I haven't probably probably haven't seen it in like 10 years sure. but I remember it being a surprise yeah. oh yeah it's a good it, one it's really good it's it's so now, precious oh. and yeah <laughs> when I watch it this weekend I might be like wait a minute yeah <laughs> no I feel that I feel similarly because like we know how much I am like a Hillary Duff stan and through and through mm-hmm. and like I went back recently maybe within the past couple months and I watched like the first couple episodes of like Lizzie McGuire and I was like oh yeah this is definitely a different time in my life still love it but it's like, oh yeah it's funny how like your your perception of like what is so good and what you're obsessed with changes when you're like pushing 30 as opposed to like 13 so <laughs> you're you're not pushing 30 no, because if you are, then I am, and that's certainly no, not happening. I know. I like. I have a weird relation to like getting to that age. We're we're in a weird middle ground. I feel late twenties. Late twenties. Yeah, officially that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I won't. Yeah. I won't say pushing thirty until next year. Yeah. Don't don't don't. Yeah, girl, don't remind me. No, I'm actually very excited about to to be thirty, flirty and thriving. Yes, another great, another movie. excellent movie. Wow, we're such rom com lovers. <laughs> um, but a little bit more about Miss Haley Hirsch. 
this was a fun fact that I thought because for us theater lovers, um, her start in acting began as just a toddler with her older brother who was in community theater. And while he and the other actors babysat her during rehearsals, I thought that was really sweet. That is really cute. Just a sweet introduction to, to theater. Um, what else about Miss Haley? Um, she's friends with Brenda Song, which I thought was just cool in and of itself. Co-stars of <laughs> yes, of the Ultimate Christmas Present, which I was like, hmm, wonder when that friendship developed. But I thought that was very cool. She won the Ratty Award in 2000 for Best Guest Star in a Drama Series for her portrayal of Jenny Brandt in the Law and Order episode. Law and Order. <laughs> guest stars winning awards yes and she like even just like looking through her resume i was just like what a resume she's done like a lot of guest star spots she was like it looked like she was um a pretty consistent guest star on er for a little while too Mm -hmm. and jag i saw jag yeah and now she has two sons august martin and i hope i pronounced this correctly elowen noel martin with her husband ryan Mm -hmm. martin so She's grown and a mama now, but I was really excited to see her this episode. And I'm trying to remember her. I do remember her in the Grace episode, but for whatever reason, I felt like very excited to see her this time around. <laughs> yeah, she um, she's Camille's friend who helps them plan the prom. Yes, yes. Now I remember. Okay. Yeah. The trivia for the hard part is this episode scored 10.25 million viewers. Dang, that's a lot. Yeah. That's so many. And I went back and forth on whether to include this, but I'm going to because it's not a spoiler because it is in the episode. As of this episode, Brian Ben-Ben, who plays Sheldon, Mm -hmm. is credited under also starring instead of regular guest star. Okay. 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 For those of you who are not as familiar with the film terminology as we are, That means that this leads him to being upgraded to a series regular instead of a guest star. Mm -hmm. Which is exciting. Mm -hmm. I want to know more of your muses. Oh, girl. I think that Addison and Sam are going to like try to test the waters and see if this is going to work. And I think that they're going to crash and burn. And I mean that in the most loving way possible. <laughs> of course, of course. I just feel like they're going to try it out and it's not going to work. And I think that Naomi is going to have to do with a lot of that. I think that like where they are in each other's lives has a lot to do with it. I think that they're both in like vulnerable spaces of like simply wanting someone and they just both happen to be available for each other in close proximity. So I think it's convenient for lack of a better word. Yes. So that's my musing about them. I'm musing that Cooper is going to be, he's just been impressing me so much and surprising me so much with like how he's handled situations and like has handled Charlotte that like my hope is that he'll be understanding what she opens up to him about being previously married, but like, but maybe he won't. And like, you know, not old Cooper because I never really associated old Cooper with being like an angry person. Um, but but maybe because he's been making strides and being so vulnerable with her that he might be hurt that she that she's kept this from him and maybe he will react badly once she um, tells him that. And uh, what else can I muse about? Violet, please. Oh, Miss Violet. Oh, Violet. Um, I will say that she did seem um, 
more grounded this episode than she did the previous one. So I think I think that she's she's slowly getting back to herself, I'd say, because um, even though it's we can all agree that it's still like not particularly healthy, this whole like free blunt saying what I want. I, th- I still think that she's moving in the right direction. I, I still rather see this Violet than the other Violet, you know, after, yes. la- after the um, the incident and when it was fresh. So, yeah, those are some of my musings. Okay, so moving towards health for Miss Violet. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, for sure, cool. for sure. I cool. think we're headed in the right direction. All right. Since I went last time for ratings first, what's your rating? Girl, I told you this one's going to be made up on the spot. I don't know how. I, I literally <laughs> have rating blank and just, like, jumped right to MVP. <laughs> hmm, let's see. My rating for this episode to think of an intense situation that would happen on the beach because like I told you this episode really gave me finale vibes like just yeah. the, the stakes of it all I got it okay surfing competition yes yes <laughs> you're watching you're watching intensely the, the waves are rising the stakes are mm-hmm. rising you don't know who's gonna mm-hmm. fall off the surfboard you don't know who it's gonna be I didn't know who it was going to be because I told y'all earlier, I thought it was going to be Jake. And guess who it was? It was Kara. Kara fell off the surfboard. R.I.P. R.I.P. Kara. We will bury her and have an on-the-beach funeral. We'll send balloons. Um, no, but uh, that's uh, that's probably the, the most high-stakes situation thing I can think of that would take place on a beach in every movie and film I've seen. The, the surfing competitions just are oh, yeah. always the rage, so... Is that Johnny Tsunami? Johnny Tsunami. What's, right? What's, or is that the, the other one l- with the... Um, luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. The one with the girl who, um, based on a true story, who lost her arm and the shark. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. That was good. Um, I think I was always too afraid to watch really? it. Really? It was excellent. Yeah. Carrie Underwood was in it. <laughs> yes. So that's my that's my rating. What is yours, Sam? Okay. I was also thinking of something high stakes. Okay. But then I thought about our newlywed couple, and I thought about the end of the episode. So I decided on a walk at sunset. I love that. On the beach. (laughs) On the beach, of course. (laughs) Because. The boardwalk. The boardwalk. No, no, no. But in the sand. Oh. Oh, I'm ready. Because you don't know what you'll find. Mm. It might be dangerous Mm. or just fun. You can't see as well. Mm-hmm. The sand, you know, can move under your feet. Mm. But, um, yeah, you don't know what you might find. That's a really good one. Ooh, that's deep. And that, I feel like, um, encapsulates, incorporates? Encapsulates. Encapsulates. Both and couples. And incorporates. And incorporates. Both couples yeah. very well. Like, you know, especially when I think about Kara and Brendan. Like, he ain't noticed she was out here doing what she was doing. Um Melissa and Brandon. What did I say? Kara and you said Kara. It's fine. Right, she's on the brain. R.I.P. Still thinking about her. Um, yes, I'm mixing up couples, y'all. Melissa okay. and Brandon. Yes, absolutely. My MVP is Sam. Interesting. Okay. He's a hero in the stranded situation, yeah. and for the kiss at the end, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a sweet moment. 
you're going to be surprised, Sam. I chose your girl. And I feel like it's probably not that surprising. Cause like, Wait, I have two girls. You have two girls. This is my redhead or my blondie. Redhead. Okay. Um, my OG girl. It could have been blondie because blondie's moment, Charlotte's moment, that monologue really got me. Um, but uh, I did choose Addison just because, ugh. and I know that she didn't get a quote unquote win that she wanted, which would have been Kara being alive, like getting to save Jake, Kara and the baby. But um, mm-hmm. I just thought that she deserved it for like being in that car for as long as she had. Yeah. And she earned it. I felt like with that moment when she was just like, just get me out of this car. Cause I felt how she felt in that moment, just like, I'm sure she felt as though like she wasn't able to like do her job and like just felt so defeated and was just like, get me out of here. But um, I still think that she deserved it because she stuck with her that entire time. She flipped that baby. She delivered mm-hmm. the baby. She got Kara to deliver the baby, like coached her through that moment. Like, so yeah. And it just like, it broke my heart. And I, I see why it would be Sam as well. Cause when, they went to Jake to give him the baby and to tell him mm-hmm. about what happened to Kara. I was like, oh, she can't even do it because she's so mm-hmm. spent that like Sam had to do it. And I was like, yes. So that's my MVP. <laughs> we love it. I liked that Sam had not his own storyline, but we've been saying that he hasn't had his his own thing to do yeah. since Sonia was around. So I'm happy that he was included in more of a primary role. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I feel that way too. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Beach Houses and Babies, a private practice recap podcast. Please follow us on Instagram at BHAB Podcast and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor to be the first to hear future episodes. You can find me on Instagram at at Melissa Clark and on Twitter at at Melissa with three E's. And you can follow me at Samantha G. Harris on all social media. If you'd like to support Beach Houses and Babies, please consider leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and sharing it with a friend. It really helps people learn about the show. Plus, we might read your review on the podcast. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash B-H-A-B podcast. On our next episode, we'll be discussing Private Practice Season 3, Episode 8. They are available to stream on Netflix and Hulu and can be purchased on iTunes, Amazon, DVD, and more. If you have thoughts you'd like to share with us on these episodes, please DM us on Instagram at bhabpodcast or email us at bhabpodcast at gmail.com to be featured on our listener mail segment. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. TGIT!